All right, music rolling. We got Drake, Life is Good. I really am playing this song so we can hear the first lyrics, all right? Because these lyrics are meaningful to me. I don't like Drake. This is my favorite Working song. Working on the weekend like usual. Working on the weekend Way like off usual. in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us. They doing too much. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Mm, there we go. Virgil got haven't the, the the last line I, I shut the music off all right the last line in that song he says haven't done my taxes i'm too turned up i literally have not done my taxes tuzier is that what i can call you i'm not i don't even know what to call you sometimes uh Germany. yeah tuzier tuzier yeah. with the g yeah. with the hard g sound yeah okay tuzier what well, when drake says haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. You know, some people might be bobbing their heads to the song. I'm just going to be blunt. This first time I've actually shared this kind of publicly. I haven't filed my taxes for over 10 years, about 10 years to be exact. That's not to say I haven't paid because when you have a job, employers paying your taxes. So yeah. this is this is why morally and ethically I'm fine in my own head because my they, I'm actually probably owed a lot of money that I have not. Fuck, dude, I forgot to put your face on my thing <laughs> on my this is what i mean i'm gonna teach you there we go i'm there gonna go. teach you i'm gonna teach you how to use uh streamlabs streaming software if if in fact that's something you want to learn in the future um maybe yeah. i'll maybe I'll, I'll lead in with like what what are we why am i who you are why am i even talking to you right now so everybody uh tuger if you didn't tell me, I would have called you Tuzier without the hard G. All right. So Tuzier is, correct me if I'm wrong, a life coach. Yeah. I oh. just call myself a coach. I'm not a big coach. fan of the term life coach. Okay. Okay. Wow. But but I, I, I think, um, shit, I fucked, I fucked up the window. I got to re resize your face <laughs> and shit over here, which what I'm doing right now. And when you rewatch this, uh, then you'll kind of see what I'm doing on my end, getting the, the, the scene ready and everything. And why my green screen is not like per like you see the see the orange at the bottom of my screen you see that right? Yeah. Those are buckets three dollar buckets from Home Depot that I use uh -huh. to ho hold up my green screen. Normally, uh -huh. like I'll, I'll sit on some blankets and pillows. And today I I cared more about being comfortable because I I actually care more about having a real conversation with you than making things look pretty for the audience. So normally I'm sitting a little bit higher so I can cut out this part and make it look good for the audience, right? So some days you care more about the aesthetic, some days you care, well, some days I care more about the actual conversation, which is today. Um, so Tujer, uh, he calls himself a coach, but so the audience, um, sometimes we have to use what the mainstream uses, life coach, so they can get a better understanding of what you're actually trying to do. Uh, the reason we don't wanna use life coach for the audience is because that term has gotten saturated by a lot of just, I'll say it, scammy life coaches in the industry um to say the least and the reason i have tujer today on the show is because i've identified tujer is one of the the genuine guys in the business hey i could be fucking wrong you could just be a, a really good scam artist and, and, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying i i'm so open-minded that like i even question my own autism diagnosis right like i'm not sitting here saying i have autism to like gain favor or if anything right it'd be more apt to kind of hide this you know the majority of people that find out they have autism later in life they're not out there on a megaphone i have autism because you they people see it like a disability they really do even people that like 
know about it have misunderstanding of it i didn't even know i i had this and i i call it a condition people call it a disability a syndrome um and we we don't have to get into this on this episode because i i say you know i'm a broken record in terms of i hate western medicine i think i think there's way too much um negativity uh, looking at the human condition. So I'll just kind of reference my thoughts. If you want to go into it later, that's up to you. I, w- I want to try to make the show more about you today, in a sense, because I have a tendency to just talk too much and make the show about me and my thoughts. So today, I, I actually want to focus more about, about you. Um, but that's what I, uh, uh, you know, we could talk later off camera, whatever, and you can help me, I can help, whatever. But today, if it's okay, we want to make it more about you, just, just an intro for the show. So, but I hate how Western medicine looks at everything about the human condition. And if you're anywhere outside of what is considered the norm in the DSM-5, if you're familiar with the book, everything outside of the norm is you have a disease. Uh, you don't listen to authority. You have a disease. Oh, you have autism? You're dis- disease disorder syndrome. Ah, everybody's got something wrong with them. Everyone needs a fucking pill. I hate that, okay? And we don't need to talk about that today. We could save it for a different episode, but that is my personal philosophy. I do respect some, some um, like, I know some people need medication. I know we need doctors, so I'm not saying burn down the whole institution, but I think it needs a rework, okay? I really do. There's a middle ground, right? You can't just say get rid of the drugs. Some people need the drugs to survive. Anyways, um, let's introduce Tudor to the show. Uh, talk about yourself. Just tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, this is super interesting. I actually wasn't aware that we were going to be jumping on a uh, podcast or anything. That's the beauty of it. Nobody (laughs) does. That's the beauty of the show. I I come in here without a fucking plan. I surprise the guest to say, we're going to hit the record button if it's okay with you. Yeah, totally cool. And I'm a, I'm a pretty open book, so I like to share a lot about myself. And, you know, I, I know you're saying, let's make this episode more about me, but I honestly just love to have it be a genuine conversation. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Will, right? Uh, but um, yeah, a little bit about myself. I am, like I said, I don't really like calling myself a life coach. I call myself more of a, just a coach in general. But, but, but any- can you teach me how to play baseball? I can't teach you how to okay, play Okay, so, so life coach so, is actually more accurate. So really quickly, I actually call myself <laughs> a fulfillment coach more than life coach right. because the yeah. thing is, life coach, it's kind of like uh, when you look at it, it's kind of like general, uh, it's like when you go see doctors and it's like a general doctor mm-hmm. you know, that can kind of tell you a little bit about everything. But mm-hmm. then you have specialists who can work with you, particularly on certain surgeries or certain aspects, mm-hmm. you know, which is why you have life coaches, but you also have relationship coaches you have uh, mm. mindset coaches <laughs> i love it okay so you're a uh, you're within the general practitioner field of life coach you've specialized in the fulfillment niche like a surgeon okay love it exactly I'm yeah so life coach right. for me it's too it's too broad you know what i mean yeah and fucking I'm, life like like people that call themselves life like you fuck you man life is so complicated <laughs> like like yeah, like you would have mastered life to be able to be coaching me you know that's why i don't get and it's like it's it's harder because uh, it's the easiest way to put it out there, right? Mm. It's easier to say, 
you know, like I'm a doctor than to say like I'm a brain surgeon who focuses on X, Y, Z, which is that again in the terms of coaching, yeah. it's easier to say I'm a life coach than it is to say, hey, I'm a coach who works with uh, like for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, the only reason why I ever go with life coach is when I have conversations with people who I know I'm not going to be working with anytime in the near future, and I don't mm-hmm. give a shit, right? <laughs> and I and I just kind of tell them like, yeah, I'm a life coach just to get the conversation done with. But really what I do is I work with people who have found uh, like a high level of success and they're a high performer, but they're, you know, not yet fulfilled in their lives. Mm. They still feel kind of empty. Right. Mm. So uh, when I go out and I say I'm a life coach, someone oh, yeah. might come to me and be like, hey, I'm having a hard time getting off the couch, you know, mm. and, <laughs> and the thing is, that's not who I work with in yeah. any way, shape or form. But that is something a typical life coach would, you know, mm. if that makes sense. That um, makes a lot of sense. I appreciate you sharing that with me. So I think it it depends on like where the specialty is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's anyone I'm ever going to have like a long-term relationship with, I like Mm -hmm. to make it really clear Mm -hmm. just because I hate, uh, you know, like personally, I hate being like getting people, um, you know, come coming to me and being like, Hey, you know, I hear you're really good at what you do. And, uh, my problem is that I can't stop watching Netflix. (laughs) Like At that point for me, it's not worth my time. And Mm -hmm. it's probably a deeper issue than just, you can't stop watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that point, I would always refer out to someone else, but then that's a whole conversation we could have saved ourselves from having. Mm-hmm. Had I just told you what mm-hmm. I do a little bit differently. Jumping board off that, and one of my problems, no, uh, recognizing I have autism is like, <laughs> in conversations, I, uh, this is like a literal problem, is like knowing when to talk. <laughs> I, I think one of my... Um, one of the problems I've seen, especially watching things and replay is like cutting people off when I shouldn't have. I'm like, damn, I just cut that motherfucker off because I have something on my brain. I don't want to forget. That's why I pulled out the pen. I'm going to write down things because I, I feel like it's a better interviewer technique to let you finish your thought before I, I but I do that because like, I feel like I have a, such a great question. I'm going to forget it if I don't. So that's my own problem. Anyway, so, but off your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the stop, can't stop watching Netflix. That was something like as an example that your one of your clients have told you or something that you personally have an issue with. Um, well, like I, I've actually never worked with someone with that issue because you're I, just I, using I, it as an example. Yeah. Is that I mean, I've, I've talked to people who have said things like that or, hey, man, I'm just having a hard time, uh, you know, like getting up on time. And mm-hmm. when and I just want I just want more help on, you know, like, how do I, you know, wake up at five in the morning? Mm. If that's all they want support on, then I actually don't work with them. Now, of course, I've had conversations with people who are like, hey, I have these big goals, these big dreams that I want to accomplish. And what's getting in my way is that, you know, like I'm having a hard time motivating myself and X, Y, Z. That's a different story, right? Mm -hmm. But when someone just simply wants to get off the couch or Mm -hmm. whatever, like for me, that's not enough incentive for me to want to work with them. You're like, here's a fucking good TED talk for that. You know, come talk to me if you need further help. Exactly. By the way, I the reason I wanted to stop you and, and tell you I have for the, the can't stop watching Netflix and mm-hmm. I just watched a TED talk this morning. It's like if you filter TED talks on the most popular TED talks, this is literally the most popular TED talk ever on YouTube was a thing on procrastination. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I may have. I've, I've seen a lot of TED talks. Dude, if so you I'm won't not- forget the one on <laughs> procrastination, the guy has a picture of a monkey and then a guy – if you've seen it and I'm telling you about it, you wouldn't forget. So you probably mm-hmm. haven't seen it. I probably haven't. Yeah, you probably haven't. 
It, you literally Google TED Talk on procrastination or just go to the TED Talk main YouTube page, filter by popularity. It's the number one thing and, and, and it's one on procrastination. And so I think like if you're just, um, and then what you just talked about, I don't know if you know this, but on, on marketing and sales, we call this qualifying your leads, right? Mm -hmm. Which is exactly what you're doing here. And one of the reasons I wanted to um, get get on the show, get you on the show today was because um, since I see you as one of the genuine dudes out there, I wanted to extend a helping hand to you and maybe help you a little bit with your sales and marketing because I had a feeling that, look, this dude, Tudor, is one of the genuine dudes out there. He may be really good at what he does as a life slash fulfillment coach specialist, right? He may be weak in the actual sales and marketing. So why don't I actually help out one of the good guys in the business and wasting my time with all, all the fucking scammy um, snake oil salesmen out there? Like, although, like, I don't feel bad in a way helping a guy that I actually see as a like a snake oil guy, because, look, man, we're all human beings, you know, and like with the same analogy as like my mom is uh, this is a different story, but my mom is now like kind of a hardcore right-wing Republican conservative views, right? Because, um, look, uh, we, we both share a similar story as our father's passed away years more recently than mine, but my, my father passed away 14 years ago in 2006. And it, it, it was an impossible topic for me to even bring up for a few years, you know? Now I'm a little bit desensitized from the topic, right? But she married a white guy who has a military background. He's older and, and, and let's just, well, I hope he doesn't watch this. His intelligence level is like not as high as mine. So like I can't really have reasonable discourse with him. Right. My mom will listen to me and she she'll come to reason. But he's somewhat brainwashed her and I'm fine with it because I just want her and him to be happy. You know, so I have an open minded outlook on people's beliefs. Look, they believe whatever they want as long as they're staying safe, as long as they're not one of those dumbass anti maskers like <laughs> Anyways, like they and they're not, they're not, they're at least, at least they're reasonable to some degree, right? Like, like, like I just want them to be safe and happy. They go to the, all the Trump rallies, and I'm like, go have fun at the Trump rally, mom. I but I hope you stay safe. It, it, don't roll down your windows, all right? Because them fucking left wing assholes will will try to throw rocks at you and shit, you know. So I, I get, I tend to get off topic. So feel free to. Wrote me back in. No, that's I, actually, I, I love that you bring that up because I think, uh, especially with the elections going on now, right? With uh, like literally, like, like right now. <laughs> yeah, like this today week. is November fourth when we're recording this. Election day was yesterday, so we're kind of, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay. And we're still waiting for results, and I think a lot of people right now it's an important time to you know uh, talk about people's political views and uh, you know, and I think like uh, and more now more than ever, right? Like if you see. Uh, like, and I'll just be really forward, like, I, I am an anti-Trump individual myself, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and hate everyone who supports Trump. And mm -hmm. I understand, I can empathize with and understand people who do that. But I think, uh, you know, you bring up a good point again of, you know, believe whatever the hell you want, as long as you're staying safe and you're not being an idiot who's mm -hmm. hurting other people. For example, my girlfriend, who's actually standing right here and giving me weird looks, by the way, loves <laughs> mint chocolate ice cream, and I hate it, and I can't for the life of me wonder who thought it would be a good idea to put mint and chocolate together. But I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to marry the girl, so I don't know, man. And I hate mint chocolate ice cream for the life. You can't force I, – I might – you know what? But the thing is, even though I hate it, like I'll, I'll eat it, 
what? Because at the end of the day, it's still ice cream, you know? But it's like, it sucks. So it's, I'm conflicted. It just mint. It's like tooth. It's like swallowing toothpaste, man. You know? Yeah, I don't even know why. I'm passionate about not liking ice cream. Oh, not liking something that I'll have to, like, I'll end up swallowing anyways because it's still ice cream at the end of the day. It's just like, I said, mint chocolate, there's a hard way to, like, bring mint chocolate ice cream and draw an analogy to it like where is some other thing that you just like fucking hate but you end up doing anyways maybe it's like work mint chocolate ice cream if i have to draw an analogy is like work you know you have to wake up every day go to work do your work and you know work leads to your money and then you hate doing it you don't want to do it you just because it's it's just work equals life mint chocolate it's still calories you know if i'm <laughs> poor and i'm star i'll eat it and i'll like yeah i don't know man I don't know. That's what you're saying, though. Yeah, like, I mean, you just, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so about marketing, man, uh, what, you know, since I, I do want to, like, help you and not just give you theory, what are some, like, realistic, say, challenges or questions you might have? Mm. Yeah, I think a, a big part of it, right, is uh, – and, and I think, well, first of all, let's talk about sales and marketing yeah. separately from each other yeah. i think like uh the sales part of it i'm actually pretty damn good at like oh, I, yeah. i'm pretty good at you know having a real conversation with someone being like hey what's the real reason you don't want to buy yeah. and let's debunk anything that's in the way of that uh so i'm i'm pretty confident in that area it's the lead generation right it's the how do you how do you get in front of more people and get more people uh, attracted mm. to you without being all like look at me i'm shiny yeah. <laughs> you know uh and <clears throat> the thing is, I'm a very value-based person. Yeah. Like I believe that if you offer value, people will see it, and people would be like, "Oh, cool!" Like that. This is like uh, kind of like what you're saying. Like yeah. this is the real, authentic, and genuine dude. Like uh, I want to work with this person. Okay. You know, like I believe in that. Um, and at the same time, I think there are some flaws with that, right? Mm -hmm. There's uh, like uh, there's a lot of ways in which you do it that gets you easily, uh, you know, you start being seen as a friend who offers advice more than you start being seen as a coach. <laughs> like there's sometimes like uh, that happens sometimes. And uh, yeah, so um, I guess overall, I think one of the biggest challenges I would say uh, marketing wise is, yeah, like just how do you get out in front of more people without uh, looking like it's all just about your business because it's mm. not really just about your business. It's just, we also do have to consider the fact that your business does have to thrive as well though. You know? Um, yeah. And then with every, especially with taking everything online now, right. Um, with the pandemic and everything, I think a lot of coaches in particular, I'll say are using Facebook as a way to, um, I guess, market themselves mm -hmm. and create lead generation. And I'm sure you've seen a shit ton of that, like, yep. like an overwhelming amount of that. And yeah, I don't know if this has always been going on or, or a <laughs> lot more than the pandemic or, or a little bit of both. It's, it's kind of a recent thing. Pandemic definitely brought it up a little bit more. So a little bit of history here is uh, the coaching industry is not regulated. Of course, Meaning yeah. anyone can wake up one day and say, hey, I'm really good at giving advice. Uh, I'm just going to start charging a crap load of money for it. Right. But here's the thing that a lot of them don't know how to market themselves. Yep. So with the self-development world and whatnot, having gotten more popular in the past few years, um, more marketing, um, like I guess marketing people 
have been like, hey, you know what? We could totally uh, like just target coaches and help them market. Dude, themselves. Dude, you just you just identified something that doesn't that, that like my mind is blown in a bad way, right? I, <laughs> I identified this too, right now. Where we're gonna be the coach of the coaches, and then there's the coach of the coaches, the coach, the coach. I'm like, yeah, where do I want to be in this process? Like, ah, get me out of it. It's like inception. Here's a here's a big problem, man. You have a lot of people who are getting rich by trying to teach people how to get rich. Yes, and and, and I troll all of them. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you, ah, what are you teaching me? What am I? I'm like, ah. Yeah, and it's uh, it's starting to become kind of like an MLM type thing. And Dude, I just an... wrote this down. I'm writing yeah. notes right here. What, what did I just write right oh. here? I'm writing notes to talk about. Oh, I, I, I wrote, yeah. I wrote MLM. Yeah. I'm like, it's, Dude, um, <sighs> I yeah, literally just that, wrote it down. <laughs> and it's not in a way of like, it's not an MLM in a way of like multi-level. Like, hey, if you get more clients, then you know, like I get a certain percentage. It's not that stuff, right? But it's 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 become kind of like the i guess the philosophy of it has become like oh yeah i've gotten rich and i can teach you how to be rich but really i've only gotten rich because of the people that i'm trying to teach how to be rich and you know what and you know what sucks is is there's a lot of people that people look up to that that have followed like and i i don't hate to say this i i don't like making people feel bad and i don't even like ripping these people from their pedestals i don't enjoy it but i will Okay, Robert T. Kiyosaki is one of those people. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. No, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the book is where he got his millions from. He's a failure before that. He didn't know shit about real estate. He made some stupid board game, probably failed at selling the board game, but he made money writing the book about the fucking board game. He's a, he might have done some good things afterwards, but let's not forget the fact that, that he made money and fame selling the book. So you do not want to follow a guy like Robert T. Kiyosaki. You take his words of wisdom for what it is, but what you really want to do, Tujer, is follow a guy that did it the right way and copy the steps he took to get there and use these words from Robert T. Kiyosaki and maybe use the words of, of Tony Robbins, the motivation for what it does. They, they motivate you from what they say. They make you feel good, but when you actually go back and be like, what are the action steps that they're telling me? They don't give you really shit. They give you general theories and frameworks, but they don't give you the step-by-step. What I am offering to you, I will tell you what the fuck to do now and next and how to get there. And I'll leave it at that, right? Here, here's, um, before I forget, okay? How familiar are you with the term funnel and the marketing funnel and the sales funnel as a theory and a concept? Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard multiple different versions of it. I think mm-hmm. like a lot of people are trying to make their own unique funnel version yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like honestly at this point i'm not even sure which one is the original one okay. which one who okay well let me because <laughs> because how how a lot of the, these people make money is by taking a a tried and true concept right we could compare it to anything let's say fitness working out and they like to to use a big term that even i don't really understand obfuscate things to try to get your money right like now here here's a brain blowing term Break break your mind right now, right? I'm not really break your mind, but I'm going to use Albert Einstein as an example. I'm going to use E equals MC squared as an example, right? We all know E equals MC squared. If you don't, I think it's energy equals mass times acceleration. Now, does that equation even, like, work? I don't know. If I've been lied to for, you know, 100 years, 50 years, 
maybe I, I've believed the inaccurate equation. But for, for the sake of this discussion, Tudor, let's assume that E equals MC squared is a pure solution for, for the world as we know it. And maybe someone will come along at a later date and, and then refine it and then give us a better equation. But kind of like, you know, it, you know, when society first started out, we needed some, some rules and laws to help. And maybe, you know, uh, Newton didn't really know about general relativity or gravity, but whatever, Newton had something that worked and then Albert Einstein came and made a better one. The point I'm trying to make is that genius, right? How do you identify an actual genius versus a scam artist and a snake oil salesman? That's my point, right? I think we can all agree that Albert Einstein was the real deal. He's an actual practical genius that benefited society. Now, you can make the argument that, you know, the atomic bomb, you know, so we can kind of weigh, okay, did he, did he do more good for society or did the atomic bomb do more? Like now we have nuclear warfare, so would it have been better if equals? And so that's for a different debate. I want to keep it to the, the, the essence of that he actually benefited society by, and here's the mind-blowing thing, simplification, right? Google is a very simple company, right? You go to google.com, very simple homepage, right? One of the biggest, most influential companies in the world has a very simple website. You have one search bar where you enter the information. You could do two things. You can search or I'm feeling lucky. You only have two options, right? So, so the point is like, the genius is in the simplification. Now we can go to Japan to find this model of the, 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 the three-line haiku, right? Three-line haiku, E equals MC squared, right? E equals MC squared. There's a lot of things that, that come in threes. For some reason, and I don't know why, three is like the best number, right? One is too simple, two is a little bit too simple, Three is perfect, four is a little too much, right? You, you find the perfect number in life ends up being three, right? You're like wham, bam, bam. There's a reason a haiku is three lines, not two, not four. Three, go figure, whatever. I, I, I like the, the simplicity of three. Now, my next point is let's talk about simplification, right? And, and tie it back to, like, people think I actually go off on a tangent. That's incorrect. I, 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 like, let's say the point is in the middle. I will go around in a circle in a slowly decreasing radius circle, and I'll come to the point. So when I go off topic, I'm actually giving some details to the point of this pen that I'm trying to make, okay? Yeah. So let's talk about simplification, right? Your, your true geniuses and your true coaches, right, maybe such as yourself, will simplify things for their student. The same way as Albert Einstein simplified life into one beautiful three-letter equation. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. He he could have tried to um, privatize E equals MC squared and just showed you the fucking equations and, and his proofs and everything and not giving you the equation, right? I'm sure the proofs are like hundreds of pages long or at least a few pages. I don't know how he arrived at E equals MC squared. He didn't just fucking pick three letters out of the alphabet and ah, it works, you know, debug it, it works. You know, he probably was, and he was, aha, I figured it out, right? I don't know. And then, and then, but for us, for, for normal people, once you have the equation, you can use it without really understanding how it works. Same thing for everything in life. Same thing for marketing. Same thing for fitness, right? I could confuse you and make you go chase the definition of mitochondria and how muscles work. Or I could just be like, look, bro, just 
here's the program, do this four times a week, you're good, bye, you don't need me anymore. See, that's, that's simplicity right there. I can do the same as Albert Einstein did with E equals MC squared. That's why I use him as an, I could do the same thing for you, for anybody, for marketing, right? I could just give you the formula. You still have to do the work, okay? The formula is the formula, right? Like, he can give us the formula, but it's not like you can go make a nuclear bomb tomorrow. There, you got to do a lot of shit to make a nuclear. You got to get the plutonium, the uranium. You got to smash the atoms together. You got to make sure you don't blow yourself up, right? So it's not to say once you have the <laughs> formula, it's not to say once you have the formula that you automatically, you know, can go and make use of it. Same, same thing as, um, well, what was something? Uh, my, my good friend and business partner, Peter Huynh, yeah, which you all who you also know, he told me a similar analogy is that, hey, man, I could give you the book on Kung Fu just because you read the book doesn't mean you yeah. all of a sudden know Kung Fu. Right. So you use that analogy. Everyone understands. Oh, yeah, I read the book, but still have to fucking throw the punch a thousand times to become a master. Same same analogy. So what I want to do for you is fucking simplify the funnel for you today, bro. Okay. Cool. Didn't it just take me like 20 minutes to tell you what I'm about to do? And it, it, anybody listening, they can rewind this and see that, that I'm not going on a tangent. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a decreasing radius circle to get to the point. Here's the point. And you can screenshot this later. That, this is why I offer to record this, so you can screenshot this later. All right? This is the only funnel you ever need. It has about three things on there, maybe four things if you include the dollar signs at the bottom, right? And I actually might switch marketing and leads but because I just wrote leads afterwards, right? This is the only funnel you ever need to know, bro. Marketing on top, sales on the bottom, and then money at the very bottom. Everything comes in from the top and flows to the bottom. Now, you can complicate this as much as you want as a snake oil salesman and try to say funnel this, funnel that. This is all it is, right? Because you said you're good at the sales part. I have no question, no doubt that you can close anybody that I put in front of you or, or, at, least, or at least qualify them and take them out of your funnel right exactly. they come yep. they're swirling in your funnel and you're like well you know i could take your money if i really wanted to but that wouldn't be doing you any service get out of my funnel all right i only and then and then you could see the funnel is it, it gets smaller as you go down right gravity as we're talking about newton and, and einstein gravity goes downwards you put something at the top of a funnel think about putting oil into your car it's going to naturally go downwards and then you drill some holes in the side the people that don't belong in the funnel or the people that don't convert will fall out of the funnel that's that's why they 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 use the funnel you could call it an upside upside down pie a pizza slice but the funnel has gravity in it that's why funnel works okay so so in this funnel that we're talking about right so, so you already intuitively knew that you're good at the sales part and you already intuitively told me that you need help with the marketing and that all already makes sense. I just want to show you graphically what, what, we're, what you already know. And then I want to show you graphically what all the other fucking wannabe MLM coaches try to use to, to get your money when they could just hold this thing up and tell you what I just told you in about two minutes. Drop the mic and the podcast. You know, we'd have a good show. But the point is, you need help with the marketing part. I can help you with that part, man. I really can. Um, what, what would you like to know? Uh, oh, you honest. actually told me. You actually told me. I, I'll let, let me. I took no, notes. You said, how do I get in front of people without looking scammy? All right. Um, what, one, uh, one really, really, and, you know, there's 
you know, two sides, two, two lines of thought on this, but one thing that has worked out for me and, um, look, man, I am not trying to get into the marketing business ever again. Right. Am I trying to charge you? Like I could probably charge anywhere from a hundred dollars to $500 for this 30 minute conversation that we're having. Right. And you're, you're 10 minutes, right? You're, you you got to go in like 10 minutes. Um, like this conversation to anybody that, that I would want to, like, I'm not trying to get money out of anybody for anything. Right. Um, but for a one hour consultation, you know, this is worth $500 at least if I was in the marketing coaching business, like I could charge you $500 and you wouldn't think twice because I'll change your life after this conversation. Right. But to answer your question, see, I'm going in a circle right now. I'm not going off tangent to answer your question. How do I get in front of people without being scammy? Right. How did I get you on this call. Imagine if I'm trying to sell you a $10,000 package. Well, I got you here already. Yeah, think about that, right? Let's assume I'm trying to sell you a $10,000 package. Well, we just already built some rapport. I already offered you some value. So, so really the divergence between me and a snake oil salesman, you haven't seen it yet. All right. Because after this conversation, where we diverge will prove to you whether I'm the real deal or I'm a snake oil salesman. Now, if I come back to you tomorrow or a week from now, I'm like, hey, Tudor, man, you know, for another $500, we can have another one of these. Then you'll know where my intentions lie, right? Yeah. All right. But think about how we even met. Think about how I even got you to this meeting. And, and with the platonic method, or maybe it was Plato or, or whoever, they use a series of questions to lead you to the answer that you already know. Like I'm asking you, how did I get you here? Now, 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 if you actually think about that, that's how you'll arrive at the answer to this question. How do I get in front of people without appearing scammy? And imagine how I got you here. If I was trying to sell you a $10,000 package, why don't you answer that to the audience? What's, what's on your mind right now? If I ask you that question. I mean, I think it's just, offer value, have genuine conversations, ask questions. <laughs> kind right, of, uh, it's yeah. about, and, and then if, and that's the real answer, but, but am I able to sell that in a $10,000 package? No, that's the real answer. That's the answer that people need to hear. Yet you have all these MLM guys trying to make money off that answer. And I'm sitting here, it's like, like, like I'm sitting here like the Martin Luther King Jr. of the marketing world trying to s smash paradigms, create new paradigms. Like they would come out here and assassinate me if they could. I'm killing, I'm fucking destroying their business models. Like if I give away for free what they're trying to charge you money for, don't you think that, that they have uh, incentive to keep me quiet? You know, yeah. like you think they would want to promote this podcast? Like, or they would want to fucking push it down Google, you know? You see what I'm saying, Tudor? Um, but, but see, even now, I'm, I'm still giving you general theory, right? Even now I could still sell you the $10,000 package. I, like you, you're going to leave like, oh, he's such a great guy. He gave me this value. But if I don't give you anything else, you're going to leave a little bit lost. You're going to want to pay me money to hear what I have to say next, okay? So I'm going to keep giving it to you until you tell me to stop or you tell me you have to go, all right? I asked you questions because I believe in the, uh, it was either Aristotle or Plato that would uh, use a line of inquiry to prove that his, his student already knew the answer, okay? Which you already know, but I, I'm just gonna tell you because we only have five minutes left, okay? What I found out in this process was, you know the, the post that I posted on On? It, it was an honest post. People think that, that I was like, had bad intention, whatever. 
I wanted to help people for free. Marketing, just free. You know what, guys? I'm at a turning point in my life, getting out of marketing and sales. Just want to sh make up for a lot of bad, you know, scammy shit I may have done in my past. Just give it away for free now. It was that post that, that led you to me today. All right? It's about giving. It's about generosity. It's about helping people for free with literally no, like, yeah, man, it's hard to ignore the fact that you do have, like, the, the but see, if you're honest with your motive, it's no longer a hidden ulterior motive. If you're like, hey, guys, look, man, uh, I'm, a, I'm a life coach. I've, I specialize in the fulfillment part. I'm, um, I go after high-end clients. So if you got your little fucking bottom scum feeder just starting your business, don't even bother. Like, I'll answer your question if it takes me five minutes. But I'm here to really help the high achievers that have hit a plateau in their life. Like, I'm basically just summarizing what you just told me at the beginning of this podcast, this YouTube show, right? If you go out there and you just put out honesty and, and authenticity, and, and then the thing is, you don't be shy about your true motives. Be honest about your true motives, right? But the point is that you got to be generous and you got to help with, with and, and like I said, it's hard to, to like ignore the fact that like you need the money to survive. But if you're honest with it up front, then it's no longer a hidden snake oil agenda. All right. But in making that post where I was like, hey, I didn't want to help everyone for free. And like fucking 300 people commented. I'm like, whoa, look at the amount of leads that are pouring in. Like, holy shit, if I was still in this marketing business, I would have just taken this strategy a long time ago and just help people for free because it's free leads. And that's what I want to share with you today. That's the magic sauce, man. You go out there, you give as much as you can away for free because here's the point. I, I've been in a three-year process of writing a marketing book, okay? And within this three-year span, right, it, it's more an outline than a book because let's consider, let's for now just accept you know, you can challenge me later, but let's accept the fact that I am the Albert Einstein of marketing, right? And I, and I could give a shit if I give it away for free or charge for it, right? Maybe in the last three or four years, I just, I'm working on the equation. I'm writing the book. I, I already know E equals MC squared, but I have to do the proof for everybody else. That's an analogy to me actually writing the book out. And then over the years, I refine my methods, and then I look at the new shit coming out, and I add it to the, the, the book that I'm making, which I'm actually doing, right? But in this process, I'm like, do I want to charge $20 for this online PDF? Do I want to sell it on Amazon? Do I want to sell it for a dollar? Do I want to be an idiot and give it away for free? And I'm going to give it away for free, Tudor. I'm going to spend a long time, many hours on this book. I'm going to give it away for free. Why? Because I want to run my marketing company again? No, fuck no. Fuck no. It's like, this is just a passion project of mine. I'm going to give it away for free. And, and all the other marketing guys are going to hate me. Why do I give a fuck, right? I'm in a, I have different ways of making money now. I don't have to use that to make money. I'm using my marketing knowledge to market my new projects. Right. I, I don't care about having clients in this field anymore. Um, so I'm, I'm giving you knowledge away that like, look, I hope you use what I'm telling you for benefit and uh, you don't come out of here lost or anything. But like I'm not sitting here trying to sell, sell people. People can challenge me on that all day long. I'm not. Uh, if someone begs me and they're like, look, man, here's 50 grand and work for me for like a month. Dude, I have no other choice. I'll fucking take that contract. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm not actively out there soliciting or even trying in the like I I started and I failed the marketing company. Um, you only got a couple minutes. You got any closing matters? And we could talk later off camera. Any, yeah, any, yeah, we yeah. can definitely talk later. Yeah, like you mentioned, off camera as well. And you know, we have each other's information. Uh, so I'd love to keep talking for sure. And 
just kind of hearing a little bit more about your own history and your own, uh, you know, you, you mentioned you started your own marketing company and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I'd love to hear about that. And then kind of, uh, you know, you, you definitely have an interesting take on what you do. I goddamn do. Like, so I'd love to hear about just kind of your own philosophy and your own beliefs behind. I was uh, a philosophy major, by the way. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. That's, that philosophy is actually what got me to drop out of college. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> my, my philosophy teacher said one thing to me, and I was just like, thanks. What did, what did he say? <laughs> uh, it was actually a woman. Uh, I, was depending, I was debating whether I should drop out of college to become a professional dancer or not because I had a contract offered to me. But, you know, like being a small town Asian kid, I was like, I don't think I can make it. Uh, you know, maybe I should just stick in school. Like, I don't know. But she was basically like, uh, it was two weeks after, uh, since, you know, when I started uh, into college. And in that time, you could get your full refund back on that day. Like if you, if you, uh, you know, canceled, like, or if you dropped out that day. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there like, fuck, do I drop out? Do I not drop out? And after, like, our whole uh, class, she basically said, you know, I know a lot of people are thinking about whether or not they should drop out today because it's the last te- it's the last day for you to get your full refund back. Uh, You're like, full I- attention? You're like, tell me more. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And she was like, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing was basically, um, you know, if you're, if you're – planning to drop out uh-huh. just because you don't know what's next and because you're like, well, I'm just here to get my general ads. I don't even know what I want to do. Then stay and figure it out. You know, you might as well stay and figure it out through uh, and whatnot. But if you have a big goal that you're going towards and you know for a fact that school is not going to get you there, then leave. Like, Oh, she did it for you. And, and I was just like, you know, and as a 19, <laughs> you know, as someone who just turned 19, uh, I was like, oh, like, like that's exactly what I needed to hear, you know? Like, I have a huge goal, and college isn't going to do it for me. And uh, and I actually walked up to her, and I was just like, hey, thanks for that. She's like, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Like, just kinda- <laughs> you're like, I quit. <laughs> again. I, I feel like I should probably go back to the college and just like, um, you know, like find her. Just to, uh, You were the inspiration for me. Dropping yeah. college and following my dream. She's like, no, no. I was trying to keep you in school. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am now, though, you know, doing uh, doing some amazing things. Baby. You're going to fucking make it, Tudor. You're going to fucking kill it because, man, I don't blow smoke up people's asses. I only blow smoke when I fucking smoke a joint. That's the only smoke I blow, okay? I'm telling you, man, something about you made me even want to um, continue the relationship because, you know. So you, you got it, man. You got something that other people don't have i'll leave it at that um i know you got to get out of here right yeah yeah I, i'm a minute late here but it's all right okay. I'm yeah, gonna roll- you know, hey, uh, yeah. Omar, I, I appreciate your time man I, and i appreciate yeah like likewise yeah uh but yeah let's stay in touch let's keep messaging each other and i i'd love to be able to uh ask you whenever i need any support with my marketing and then uh likewise to uh feel free to reach out should there be any Anything that you want, any support around that I can offer. All right, definitely. I'm going to take you up on that. I, I'm unfulfilled, brother. I'm unfulfilled. I'm not, I'm not a high achiever yet, so I may not be your audience, but I am unfulfilled, so I may reach out to you. But with that, this is episode one to be continued of Omar and Tudor. I'm going to roll, roll the rest of this music right here. And uh, thanks for stopping by to the audience. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Tudor. Peace. Never turn my back on FBG.